0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Mental Health Comedy Podcast. We're putting the funk in dysfunction. Come for the celebration. Stay for the fear of abandonment. This is the show where we not only talk about uh, mental health issues and our own mental health. But we talk about practicing skills because when it comes to mental health, everything is a practice. It's a verb. We're trying to put the verb and not the noun because people talk about mental health all the time, but no one shows you how to do it. No one shows you little things that you can do, little interventions that you can do in any moment to change the way you relate to your thoughts and feelings. And that's mental health. That's it. I have nothing else to say. We have a big show. First of all, joining me shortly, of course, uh, my partner, Jennifer Kalari, will be joining us, the founder of ConnectedParenting.com. Go to ConnectedParenting.com for all kinds of amazing things. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And two really good friends who talk quite a bit to each other, but really are amazing in their own right two terrific actresses, really terrific actresses. You, you just don't hear credits like the Goldbergs and the, the role of Frau Fabissener. You won't hear that in the same sentence for anybody, except for the great Mindy Sterling. And Mindy will be joining us shortly. Also returning to the show, a returning champion is, again, crazy credits. These people are friends, but they do amazing things. Mad Men, Pretty Little Liars, and The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Who, who does that? Only one person. Kathy Ladman is here, and we're thrilled to have Kathy and Mindy both. And this is going to be a tribute to the Oscars, uh, emotionally. We're going to go through our, the five stages of, of accepting death or accepting an Oscar. Well, first, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Sarah Lee's Serotonin Cinnamon Rolls. Sarah Lee has been making mouth-watering desserts for ages, and now their pastries are infused with serotonin uptake ingredients. Not only will you have a role, you'll be on a roll. Brain chemistry infused, cream cheese and Danish dopamine, lots of flavors to help your brain chemistry by our good friends at Sarah Lee. That's something I've always wanted to hear. And now, very briefly, uh, we always like to do emotional shout-outs. So no matter what emotional state you're in, Here are emotional shout-outs. If you'd like to hear an actor at the Academy Awards thank their therapist, welcome. If you wear your emotions on your sleeve, welcome. If you scream the words, never again, after losing an Oscar pool, welcome. If you force others to watch movies you like and insist on watching them watch it so you get pleasure, welcome. If you catch yourself in horror saying things like, Barbara Hershey's aged, welcome and if you're beating yourself up even now there's always a place for you right here on the mental health comedy podcast And right now I'd like to welcome to the stage the first lady of the frontal lobe the ninja of the neocortex the Princess of dopamine that didn't run Jennifer Kalari Jennifer, welcome to I, the program I, how are you? How I'm are you Good
1: I'm good thank you
0: you sound almost relaxed. But I know that you, like, what is your day like? Like, you have 800 appointments a day.
1: I have a lot of clients back to back, yes. But I love what I do, so it helps. It feels wonderful to be able to help people become emotional athletes.
0: Uh, Yeah, emotional athletes become mentally fit, mental fitness. I've always wondered what therapists do in between to kind of cleanse themselves or, or get Clear, so that they can take on someone else.
1: When I worked before in children's mental health centers, and certainly when I worked on the trauma team and school boards in the inner city, that I needed to kind of really ground myself and find ways to get over. But the work that I do now is so prescriptive, and it it's so action based, and it works so well. And I just love hearing families come back every week and say, "Oh my God, we had the first best week you know we've ever had." And change happens, so it's actually really. I find it really energizing. It's, it's quite lovely. actually. I feel very privileged to do that work. So, I mean, the only thing I really do is I have to have moments where I just don't talk. Because when you talk all day, and my family knows, like after two big, like really some of my long days, just don't talk to me. I love you, but I need an hour to just not talk to anyone.
0: Yeah. And you don't, it, so it wouldn't be a good idea. Like, you, you don't in between clients like watch clips from Breaking Bad. That's Never. not what you do. <laughs> You don't watch Snake Pit with Olivia de Havilland. Uh, no. you, don't, you don't do those things. But you do need quiet. You do need space. And that is a great uh, mental health tool, uh, just yeah. pa- pausing, period. Also, having a time when you can just be, be quiet.
1: Yes, um, definitely.
0: Is rare. You know, we're in LA. We got the Academy Awards coming up. I think two of the biggest or three issues, I would say one is rejection, dealing with rejection in, in your life whether you're an actor or whether you're whatever business you're in or just personal or disappointment i think that now in the world there's so much stress and so much overwhelm people don't have time to be disappointed because they're <laughs> too busy surviving so it's not like i'm disappointed that i'm i'm not surviving but that is something i wanted to everyday you know disappointments and then i would say accepting joy i think it's very interesting and challenging for people to be joyous in a time where there's so much craziness,
2: mm-hmm.
0: let's talk a little bit about rejection. How do you deal with people? What is a skill that you can actually use when you get that jolt of like, oh, I didn't get the job, I didn't get the part, mm-hmm. I didn't. The person who I like doesn't like me back in the same way. Sure, you know they're not calling me, they don't want to get together with me. What do people do when you get that jolt?
1: So that jolt, that jolt is not fun. I mean, nobody enjoys the feeling of being rejected. It's 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 a hard pill to swallow. I mean, the first thing is to recognize that it really taps into kind of early programming. You know, stuff that happened to us when we were little usually gets reignited. I mean, we've talked about this before on the show, Ed, that you know, prior to the age of seven. All the things that happen to us, all the upsetting things that happen to us or really exciting things that happen to us get kind of embossed on our limbic system, the part of the brain that feels and, and is you know, involved with security and safety and primal reactions. And so after the age of seven, that's why we have a hard time remembering things with much detail. And usually the only things we can remember prior to the age of seven is something scary getting lost in the mall or some you know, trauma will get stored in the brain at that time. And after that, then long-term memories can store. But before that, there really isn't the hardware for it. So we're really running around, all of us as adults, with programming that was installed when we were eight, which explains a lot, actually. So a lot of things that happened to us then are kind of burned into our, our sense of ourselves. And so when we feel rejected or we feel upset, it's usually tapping into kind of underground river of things that have gone wrong in our lives. So first, recognizing that it's a program can be really helpful. Oh, there's my program where I'm never enough, or I nobody pays attention to me, or I feel rejected, or I lost something, or somebody doesn't want to be my friend. Some of our earliest upsets and trauma get reignited over and over again in our adult life. So recognizing that it's a program is one. The other really simple thing that we can do is actually go towards it instead of run away from it. For all of us, usually we try not to feel our feelings. We live in a culture where we're taught not to feel our feelings. We do anything possible to not feel them. Blame someone else, run away, uh, I don't know, buy something, smoke something, drink something, do anything that we can to not feel. And feelings are information. So they continuously resend, hoping that we'll get the picture. And they usually resend with more in- intensity the next time. So one of the easiest things to do is actually go towards the rejection. Literally put your hand on your chest and go, oh, this feels terrible. It feels awful. This is what it feels like to want something so badly and not get it. It feels awful and actually let yourself feel that feeling and then literally send yourself some love. Like, thank you, you know, big feelings for welling up in me and protecting me and trying to, you know, help me never feel this again. I appreciate you trying to, you know, having my back here but I'll get through this. And that very simple process, and this is why I love to teach it to little kids, it will help you so much in life.
0: Well, the other thing that's so great about it is you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. You're physically doing it yourself. There is something amazing about, you know, I, I store a lot of stuff in my solar plexus, you know, a lot of fight or flight mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so just putting your, my hand on that part of the body and just holding it there for a minute. Mm-hmm is like, wow, I can actually comfort myself. And these feelings are in the body. So being able to recognize where they are is another really cool yeah. thing. And you said this once on, the, we talked about this, the reason why people put their hand to their forehead, like especially mm-hmm. ethnic cultures.
1: All is, of us, we all do, right? Over we concentrating, is, yeah
0: is that you're trying to do what you're actually sending well, the
1: hand your- is electric we're basically bioelectric beings we're giant batteries so when you put your the palm of your hand on your forehead you're actually electromagnetically drawing blood up to your forehead you're drawing blood to your frontal lobe so you can think so you can concentrate that's why everybody puts their hands on their forehead when they're trying to think and also it's why the whole world puts their hand on their heart when they're either moved or feeling something or sad or devastated it's universal There's so much wisdom in our bodies. And when you put your hand on your heart, you're actually sending more energy to the heart center, literally. And you're bringing your brain and your heart into coherence. And when you actually sort of just send yourself some love, you're metabolizing the feeling. You'll get over the rejection faster. You're you're metabolizing it. You're alchemizing it.
0: That is so interesting and so cool, and this explains why my mother walked around with her hand stapled to her forehead for about the first twenty-five years of my life. Yep. That was it. Uh, she was trying. She was trying. This is great, and and it's a great backdrop for the Academy Awards. When every it's coming up, it's not here yet, but it'll come up soon. There's a, a lot of expectation, and we're going to talk about that too. But I want to talk about it with our guests, our special guests for today's show. Two supremely talented people, really talented, and also happen to be good friends. And that's Mindy Sterling and Kathy Ladman. Mindy and Kathy. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi.
3: Oh, Welcome. So Thank you. So good to have
0: you. So Thank nice you. to have you on the show. So great to be uh, here.
2: And, and, and that's such interesting stuff about the hand on the forehead and the hand on mm-hmm. the heart, that's so interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. And we'll be, know. you know, and I'll, I'll, we're going to do a poster of the show and we're all going to have our hands on our heart. <laughs> <on our laughs> Let's hearts. do that.
1: That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about expectation mm. because you guys are, you're such great actors and you, you audition a lot. You go out a lot, you audition a lot. And that's really spending a lot of time doing that stuff, dealing with stuff like rejection, dealing with stuff like expectation and maybe even just the joy of acting. So how do you do it? Like, how do you deal with all of the emotions that come, that come with it? Mindy, we'll start with you.
3: It really isn't that easy. You'd think that after being in the business for as long as we have been, and the fact that we're still in it and still going through it, I don't know if there's any magic way of doing it. I think we just have to keep reminding ourselves there is a reason that we're being auditioned that means somebody's interested or people are interested or we're doing okay. And then if we don't get something that just means really literally, they didn't feel that you were, you know, we were right for the job. For whatever reason, my hair was too long. Kathy, uh, you know, um, she's too short. It's just so many things that are out of our control. And I think that's the hardest Mm -hmm. thing because we're trying to sell ourselves to make money And if we don't get it, we take it so personally where it really isn't about that. So. I usually try to have a drink when I get home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, um, you try try to have a drink. I try, I try if I can. Mm
3: -hmm. Or what I used to do, this is what I used to do in my my youth, or, you know, when I was younger. And it's weird, but it really kind of made me feel a little bit better. I always had either a cookie in my car, because I like cookies. I knew the drive home would be like, oh! So I had a cookie, ah, that would make me happy. You know, I'd go out and buy some nail polish or I would do this. I'd give myself this like little treat to say it's okay because we have to get, we have to get ready for these auditions. I mean, your mindset, the driving, what am I going to wear? I have to, you know, I have to know my stuff. And, and then when I go into the, the room, uh, you know, and I see everybody in the lobby and oh my God, I know all the girls. I talk to them. I chatter. So there's so much more than just going in and reading for someone. So I always tell people, try to give yourself either something to do afterwards, somewhere to go, buy yourself something, because I think we just have to make sure that we like ourselves. That drive home can be, you know, just really negative.
0: Wow. Wow. I always have that feeling when I come, I should have done it this way, or I should yeah. have done it that way, or I wish I'd have done this, or I wish I'd have- but you say we have to almost practice feeling good about ourselves. We almost have to practice that, whether it's with a reward. I mean, just the fact that you want to reward yourself, that, that's a really good thing I go the other way. Um, you beat yourself I, up. <laughs> I beat myself up. and, and other people. Uh, I'm in an octagon. I, I, you know I'm the Hebrew hurricane. I'm beating. I'm, I'm whirling, I'm whirling. But Kathy, you audition a lot. You do a lot. You've done so many so much work. What are you conscious of in terms of how you're treating yourself while you're auditioning?
2: I get very in my head. Well, now that we're doing self-tapes at home, it's also, there's an, it's different. You know, we're not, going into, we're not going into casting offices so much right now. We're doing things over and over and over. And uh, I get in my head a lot and they really want you to memorize it since you're on tape. And so now I'm thinking about the words and I'm not thinking about I, and, and I'm not feeling things, and and then it it's kind of like you know when you that whole old thing when you ask a centipede how it walks, and it starts thinking about it, and it can't walk anymore.
0: Yeah, um, even though a hundred. Never, yeah. never heard that. Never heard. I've never heard that. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never talked to a centipede. <laughs> but I've never but heard
2: but it. It doesn't exist, then, Mindy. It
3: doesn't <laughs> I exist. All right. right no, I'm not. exist no i am not i am not crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I like the cookie. I like the centipede. I like where this is all going, but, but I, yeah, go ahead. Go no, ahead.
2: but I, I was just going to say that, you know, on the, dr- the drive home, the second guessing and, oh, I should have done it this way. I should have done it this way. You know, the, I, I call it auditioning in the car. That's what mm. I do. And now that I'm doing it at home, I basically walk from one room to another and I second guess myself, you know, after I send the tape in, I'm like, yeah. oh God, why didn't I do it this way? Why didn't I do it that way? I just auditioned for something. I was talking to Mindy about it today. Uh, I auditioned for something a couple of weeks ago, and I got like a little bit of a positive thing. They asked me to send something else, and I was thinking, oh, God, this this is a good sign, but I haven't heard anything since. It's so important, and I'm not very good at this. It's so important to do it and then let it go Mm -hmm. and move on to the next thing. And that I'm really not great at it, but that's what I work on each time is, to move on to the next thing. And you know, I'll I'll tell you, I had a I had a disappointment recently, and the next morning I woke up and I got this quote from the Dalai Lama. I told you this, Ed. It said, sometimes not getting what we want is the most wonderful stroke of luck. Mm-hmm. And I and mm-hmm. I have to remember that. That even though I think I'm supposed to get something, it may not be what's best for me. So I have to kind of put it let give it to the universe and let the universe take me along mm-hmm. the
0: ride. Then in that case, I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. (laughs) I'm Lou Gehrig. Uh, Well, that's good. No, that is a great quote. That is a great quote because we don't know the path. And uh, so much of this stuff comes with like resisting what is. Uh And it just, it's painful to resist what is. Now, Jennifer, you have people, I I mean, you work with a lot of families. I'm sure Mm -hmm. some of the people you work with are young actors and kids who are in in the business. Uh, I think test anxiety is sort of likening to that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I'm thinking, like, as you're talking about doing the auditions, it's you're being so vulnerable, right? And you're showing the world your craft, and you're opening up and doing your absolute best, and then judged on all these criteria that really aren't in your control, really, right? Um, and so that's true. hard. And it's so true. yeah, it, it really is. And I think honestly, like, if you probably if you look backwards, it's easier to see what made sense. Because you'll get, you'll find that you'll get things that you wouldn't have gotten if you got something else. So Uh sometimes it's easier to look backwards and review that and trust that and really kind of sit in the, in the accomplishments that you have had. And when I work with kids, we'll do that. It it really, you have to build resilience. Emotional resilience is just, I mean, it's important for anybody, whether you're an actor or not, just being able to have that sort of thicker skin in the world is essential. it's, It's unrealistic for me to think that it's, it's
2: not going to feel bad. No, Except it's going to feel fact bad. That it feels so, bad. Exactly. It's okay. I can't yeah.
1: go. Well, well, it's okay. It's okay. I'm all, I'm all right. You know. No, no. In fact, that's how you're running away from the feelings because right. your brain goes, what are you doing? Like you just lost something you really wanted and you don't care. That makes no sense. Right. So it's actually going to keep sending the signal. So you're more upset the next time you don't get something. So it's actually really important to take that moment after you've had your cookie and after you yeah, bought your nail awesome. polish, right. sit down and be and feel the feeling. Let the feeling happen. Just don't try to run away from it. It's totally normal way to feel when you put yourself out there. Right. And you didn't get what you were hoping. Like it's okay to sit in the feeling. This is why I'm so driven to help kids see this. Right. And, and with parenting, this is so important because the minute a kid's not invited to something or something doesn't have parents calling the other parents or, you know, yelling at the coach or buying them something right away. This is such an important thing to be able to learn how to feel all of your feelings sit in the disappointment yeah
2: sit in the discomfort of it
1: yeah and then what will happen is your brain will alchemize it yes it'll
3: get tired of feeling that way and it'll be like well this is boring (laughs) and you'll move on we do this i'm not saying every day but this is kind of our life how long have we been in this and we've been doing this and i can remember i had definitely more lows you know, years and years ago when I just, you know, as a young person and trying to do it and thinking at 25, I should have been a big actress, you know? So I think as you got older, you also try to go, oh, wow, there are other things too that can make me feel better. I, I did the best I can. I worked really hard for that. And I know the business enough to know, okay, I do feel bad. I'm disappointed but I can't, I don't sit in bed. I don't eat a ton of chocolate. I don't, you know, drive to Malibu and go swimming. You don't dwell there, right? You don't, you don't stay there. I don't dwell. No, no,
1: not like I used to. That's why it's so important. And and whether we're talking about, you know, acting or whatever your career is, or, or for kids who, you know, have to get that A and if they don't get an A, their life is over. You have to understand that you're so much more, you can't define yourself by those things. Right. right sort of right. spreading out and realizing all of your gifts and what and other things that you're good at and you know meaning that can be in the smallest things that you do for people letting somebody in in front of you in the grocery line there's simple things that you can do every day i'm not doing that, that. Are a gift back to the world i don't want to do that <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't I'm kidding. Kidding. To. No, you
0: don't no. have you something don't need out. to be bothered <laughs> <laughs> why do, do, do you need you to do be just bothered do very nice addition to get to <laughs>
1: It's very interesting because little little tiny things like that send a little send a biochemical signal out to our brains doing things small things for other people or appreciating other things that we can do change our biochemistry
2: that really and make us feel it feels
1: better so good i mean i I definitely love letting people being
2: nice to somebody in traffic or 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 like helping somebody um when I'm in new york and i'm and I'm walking along the street helping somebody it just feels so good. It stays with you. It? Yes, it does. For for hours. Definitely. Yeah.
1: That's medicine.
2: Yes. That's,
0: yeah, yeah, those are and the things that you say to yourself matter uh-huh. no matter how simple it is. And usually I think everybody needs a mantra. I say that all the time. That's my mantra. I think everybody needs a mantra. Everybody needs a go-to phrase or a thing yeah. that says I'm okay. It's enough. I'm fine. Well, and being It'll nice pass. to yourself.
1: Like, it's nice to be nice to others too, but really being nice to yourself. People are so mean to themselves. Really. Oh, they say what horrible Horrible, horrible yes. things. Horrible. That you would never say to another human being. Oh but my somehow God. it's okay to do it to yourself. My yeah. fr- I wouldn't have any friends if I treated them the way I treat <laughs> exactly. myself. Exactly. That's true. It's Think true. Think about that, though. We yeah. do that to ourselves all the time. Yes. Constantly. And just making subtle, tiny little changes. Uh-huh. Hey, look at tell- today.
3: Or, it was really funny because this morning, Kathy, she said, <laughs> oh, I feel so old. And she take, she show, she sends a picture to me, and it was like the worst picture. <laughs> but somebody sent that to me and said, this is one of my favorites. Oh, How could that have been one of their favorites? I His Well, that's favorite. okay. That could be their favorite. What do they know? But I looked at it and I went, oh, my God, that's a bad picture. That's, it was that's terrible amazing.
2: lighting.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a horrible
1: picture. Wow. Not you.
3: That's not you. When you put All makeup right. on, you're Thank looking you. good. I was but was wearing.
1: Look how, look how mean we are to ourselves <laughs> about aging. That's a totally normal oh. thing to do. It's so weird if you don't age. That's just not normal. The alternatives aren't good. You I know. We,
2: we were talking so. about plastic surgery this morning, Mindy and I. We were talking about not that women we're
3: getting get it. We're
2: lot, not getting it. We're not.
0: getting yeah, it. we're not. But we were I'm talking. I'm getting
3: about it while women. I'm talking to you. <laughs> we were talking about
2: <laughs> women who get plastic surgery for award ceremonies, and it's just like ridiculous
1: already. Well, people start looking related. Everybody looks similar. it's so odd. It's it's
3: a very alien-like look. You know what I mean? You can just tell. And now, of course, we're so judgmental. You know, you talk about the Academy Awards. You talk about a big award show. And I sort of, in in a way, feel for some of these women because there is the pressure pressure of having to get the best dress. And because they're all going to be spoken about, especially if they are presenting. And having to look, they've all, you know, I mean, those people that, you know, that that do facials and that do Botox and that, I mean, that's the time of year that they are probably, you know, getting their yacht just because they've made so much money. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's so shallow.
2: It's so shallow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but there's
0: such a pressure. It's like oh, it's tied to pressure. your working. It's tied to your working. Yeah. So I, I remember sitting with these three actresses watching the Academy Awards at one point mm-hmm. and they're all pretty well-known working all the time actresses and they're talking about, are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? Will oh, you get so plastic hard, surgery? Though, like, <laughs> you can't
1: win. Cause if you do it too much, you're criticized for that.
2: Right.
0: right.
1: Right. If you don't do enough, you're criticized for that. If you're too skinny, it's no good. If you're not skinny enough, it's not good. Like you can't win. You really yeah. can't win. So there's a bigger message I think for all of us. And certainly as parents, as we raise our, our girls and, and our boys, is to really help people. And it sounds so corny, but we've got to do it. This is so crazy, the standards that we hold ourselves to. It really
2: is. It's unfair. It's, it's unfair. Yeah. and it, Like this year, the award ceremony, with the backdrop of what's going on in the world, it really does seem yeah. kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I it's think there good. should be an award ceremony for how much people beat themselves up. Oh, yeah. Who does it better? Who yes. does it better? better? Who wore their anger better? It was <laughs> my, my whole thing. It's a fashion show. I'm on the runway and I'm t- here's somebody who looks really angry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, but but now speaking of this stuff, you know, mental health and therapy and, you know, how we treat ourselves, this, this comes out in films all the time. And I'm trying to figure out films that really not only portray Mental health, or or sometimes mental illness, but show you a way out. And I was thinking about these movies. Today. Do you have Do you have films that like sort of an, inspire you that are sort of go to films? Either one of you.
2: Well, I mean, I have films that I go to that make me to make me feel better if I want to laugh. That's like one of them is the Sunshine Boys, which just oh, makes God. me laugh so hard. But oh, you know, God. one of, one movie that I, I learned so much about people and relationships is Ordinary People.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
2: One scene, I mean, there's so many great scenes in that movie, but when she drops the plate in the kitchen and she, Maritola Moore, and she's showing her mother the two pieces and she's holding them together, she says, it's a clean break. Not only is it foreshadowing, but it just shows what a controller she is. Yeah. And what a perfectionist she is. And that, you know, nothing can be, off for this person. And it does hint at what the character's journey is going to be. I'm somebody who's a perfectionist. So I learn a lot from this movie. I have learned a lot from this movie. I think it's probably why I'm so attracted to it.
0: Now, is it a clean with your plates? Do you do a clean break or how, how is it done with <laughs> I, you? I
2: break them and throw them into a maple leaf fireplace.
0: <laughs> you said that just like Richard Lewis. That was great. Make me like fireplace. <laughs> By the way, ordinary people. Our family went to see that movie together. Oh my
1: god! Oh, wow! Wow!
0: And then next week we went to see Dad, which is about cancer and. Death. Oh my so god! I think that you should choose wisely if you're going to go out to a family outing. Don't go see ordinary people together. But, but,
2: it's, <laughs> but it's 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 a movie that really holds up because oh, it's, it's powerful. it's, yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. really about. Relationships. It's not about things that are uh, topical. It's not about things that are trendy. It's really about people and how they react to one another, and people holding in emotions, and people learning to learn learning to express themselves, and some and then people who cannot learn
0: how to express themselves. Cannot. Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. She's not. She's not going to learn. But Donald Sutherland. There's hope for him. All right. No. She's not going to. She's not, not going to learn. She's not gonna learn. But it also the Judd Hirsch sweater. Yes, so the Judd that Hirsch So that is the iconic therapy, therapist sweater. The fisherman. From the you could not be a therapist if you didn't have one of those sweaters. Right. And the wraparound. And it wraps around. And <laughs> didn't you want to, would you rather have Judd Hirsch as your therapist or Robin Williams from Good Will Hunting? <laughs> Who's your therapist?
2: Uh, oh, Judd, Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Sorry. Judd Hirsch. Would, what yeah. about you, Mindy? Judd Hirsch.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. really good. He's and he calls good. you kiddo. He calls you kiddo. Right? Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of nice. And then uh, and Donald Sutherland, Calvin wear the blue shoes and the other suit.
2: Oh right, it right. was our son's funeral. Oh my god! Yeah. But it's I mean it's so well written. It's so yeah. well written. Who wrote the script to that?
0: That is a good question. I should look I don't know. I'm gonna what, look it up. I just know I just know who's the director. Redford is director. It. It's his first it's his first That's what film. he picks to direct. Yeah. That's wow. brilliant. That's incredible That's yep. absolutely brilliant. And he well, won Jennifer- an award for it. Oh yeah, it's wow. it's genius, and, and Dinah Manoff is and all oh, so many people. Right. Je- Jennifer, your dad, I mean, your dad mm-hmm. is an embracer of film palaces, of movie mm-hmm. theater palaces. Yeah. But would he? But would you watch movies as a kid? And and was there a particular movie that, that spoke to you growing up?
1: Well, it's funny. I would have said that one. That's so interesting because I remember seeing that with him. I remember seeing *Pennies from Heaven*. Oh, the oh. Steve Martin. I like the shirt. Interesting. The jerk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, my dad and That's I still great. watch movies together. We still watch. I mean, my favorite movie, therapy movie. I've talked about it before. Is about time. I think it's phenomenal. I, people should be. I don't know. Should that have movie. to watch that once a year. Yeah, it's just lovely. It's a British film, but Rachel McAdams in it. It's about accepting life for what it is, and it's just deep character Ooh. studies, beautiful film. I make my clients watch it. Oh, wow. It's time. Watch that. watch that movie. About yeah, time. It's really good. Okay. I
0: have to go back and watch about time for sure. Okay. I've seen yeah. it. Before. It's a fa- fantastic. I, I, yeah. I've been rewatching uh silver line, silver linings playbook.
1: Oh, that's a, great yeah, that's a good one yeah. too.
0: And, uh, I think that that, the, the scenes between De Niro and, uh, and Bradley Cooper oh, are very interesting. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. And, and always, and that she embraces her messiness. I love that about myself, you know? I love that I'm a messy person. Can right. you say the same? And The Perks of Being a Wallflower is another one. I never it's saw that Kind of either. interesting. It's a good one too. I did happen to see The Black Swan with my father-in-law. Oh, wow. And I wouldn't recommend that. I wouldn't recommend seeing... Brokeback Mountain and The Black Swan with your oh father. Oh, my God. That's
3: a You've got to find a, a, another partner to go see movies. Too. Yeah,
0: I think that's a different thing. <laughs> I mean, and he was great. He's always great. But the movie, yeah, there's there's moments in that movie. And I, I remember What's Eating Gilbert Grape. These are like, Yeah, you yeah. know, not the famous um, ones. Yeah. Just to the
2: go uh, to ordinary people. Judith Guest wrote the novel, Alvin Sargent wrote the screenplay, oh. and Nancy Dowd was uncredited uh, Oh wow, as a okay.
0: Alvin Sargent. And Alvin Sargent great. wrote some, great, oh, wow. some oh, yes. other great movies too. Yes. I mean, Kathy, you and I have this in common. I think I mean my family was filmed for a psychiatric institute.
2: Oh yes, <laughs> I mean, that's right. My family too, yes.
0: Yeah, they yes. actually, this was what they used to do in the 70s. They'd get families together, like if a kid was at college that didn't live in the same geographic region, and then they'd come in and do marathon family therapy sessions, and you'd look, and they'd tape it, and then you'd look at the tape with your therapist, and it was oh. sort of like, it was like the Zapruder film, in a way. Oh, my god. you look at the tape, and it's like, <laughs> your, your father's going around Houston and Elm, what's going to happen? Oh, Back into god. the list. Well,
2: Back I mean, our our family was was taped, and they used the tapes to train therapists. They still mm-hmm. use them. Wow. Right? Do you get yeah.
0: residuals?
2: I get I get residual <laughs> bad feelings. <laughs> yeah, of course you do.
0: Yeah, with my tape, it was like they, it's a th- therapist with a pointer, and he's saying, "See this guy? Don't be him. See this woman? Don't even start with that. And look at this one." Look at this one. That's, that's how they describe it. Look at this one. Oh my God, that's,
3: so, that's so archaic.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. That's it's what bad. therapy used to be years ago. Mindy, how are you in therapy? What kind of a patient are you? Are you somebody who's like, are I'm you? Very funny. Yeah, I figured that. I
3: usually come in and I'm usually in a, in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you really so you cheer the up. therapist
0: up. Well, yeah. you
3: know, I'm like, you know, I mean, no. When I've had so, I've had certainly some horrible, bad, you know, moments when I come in. But you know, after you you've cried, and then you finally get the appointment. You know, you come in and I come in <laughs> and, I'm and then like, you get okay, the appointment. So, yeah. so let me tell yeah. you what, what's been going on. And then, so I think I'm on a little bit. I haven't gone in in quite a while, not to say that I am all together but i find that this you know i mean a lot of this this stuff that i had back then it's not as deep anymore because i'm single and <laughs> um, <laughs> and you
0: sing it which is even better
3: <laughs> so just mm-hmm. think about you know uh, what that was all about for me so yes and then like you know when you when you go s- to see somebody and you've been with them for a long time they're like almost like a friend but not
0: yeah. Right, you know what right. I mean? So
3: it's not like you go in and then you go, you know, hi, Mr. Strong. Yes, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here again. No, I mean, it's like, hey, you know, hey, Jim. So how yeah. are you? How's your family? I mean, I'm very um,
0: social. That would be a great name for a therapist, Mr. It's a strong. Dr. Strong, yes. <laughs> Dr. Strong. Dr. Emotionally Available <laughs> Dr. is his name.
3: Available. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's but great. I think, you know, my whole thing is my friend Annie had said, uh, Mindy, uh, TMI. I, I, I like. Oh, I'm like an open book. I have, there's nothing that I you know really um, wouldn't share. And but you're not a crier, which is interesting. No, I'm not a crier. Um, I think I did cry when before my maybe before my son, but since having now my son's 27, so I don't cry a lot. And but I am also on anxiety meds. <laughs>
0: ah
2: i'm on medication and
3: i cry plenty yeah i just we're just different i just don't i just don't and i i don't know if it's something that i felt like oh i have to be strong because it's just me and my son now but no i i mean the, the last time that i really bawled for like days was going through my divorce
2: crying is not a, is not a, a sign of weakness because you said you have you feel you have to be strong because you, it's oh, just well, your son. but
3: I don't think that I'm holding back. I just don't feel it.
0: Okay. Right. Does right. that make
3: sense? Jennifer, yeah. are you, are you going to do you need to? Jennifer,
0: now? Jennifer no, start the, start <laughs> the hypnosis.
3: <laughs> Everyone's
1: different. Everyone's different. And it's true. Crying is certainly not a sign of weakness. And exactly. what's interesting about tears is that's how cortisol actually excretes. Cortisol is a stress hormone. So when you cry, the cortisol actually comes out through your tears. So it right. can actually be really cathartic. But not everybody's a crier. That's fine. As long as you're feeling the
3: feelings. I think, yeah. yeah, I do. And whether my son makes me upset. I mean, I just don't cry as much as Kathy and my other friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and some people cry all the time. Like some of my clients, like I want to stop crying. I cry when I'm mad. Like I cr- cr- for some people, crying is like a default emotion. Yeah. Right. And they want to be mad. They don't want to be crying. Right. Um, it just depends. We all think, so there's no right or wrong way. As long as you are feeling what you need to be feeling and not you know, pushing it way down. You know, people believe, or some people believe that if you don't feel it, you don't think about it, you don't feel it, but that's not how it works.
3: Oh, like I feel Emotions it. are things. Yes. Yeah. I definitely yeah. have, I'm um, a big feeler, a feel, feeling person, which is probably, you know, maybe has something to do with my anxiety, but I'm also like right now in my life, you know, I'm also very grateful. So I also get very grateful to the things that I have. And I feel sometimes that I'm so lucky And I'm so grateful that if I do get sad, sometimes it's because I think, why am I the one that, um, you know, has A, B and C and my my, you know, somebody else that I love doesn't. And then I feel guilty. But um, I feel that Mindy's
2: very lucky, too. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Very lucky. Incredibly but you know what's lucky so
1: important? No. Gratitude. Gratitude is yes, literally the most important, important yeah. healing, strengthening, resilience-building emotion that you can have. Yes. And you can do it over the smallest things. And yes. I mean, it's interesting, Ed, because you said something right at the beginning of, you know, how, how can people be happy when everything's going on in the world? But truly, like, if we were all miserable, it doesn't help anything. No, it right. doesn't. it's one of those emotions like people don't walk around going oh I'm so healthy I feel so bad I feel so guilty that I'm healthy there's so many people that aren't healthy nobody does that right yeah. Right. right. But right. Some, we'll do it about other things we'll do it about having wealth right. or having that's true having things or we'll do it around our own you know kind of happiness the world is a better place with more happy people in it right and, yeah. and, and, and I don't mean happy like ignore everyone else do what you need to do and and help the planet and and give accordingly and be as kind and as nice as you can, but yes. you being miserable does not help anything. No, it doesn't. And when I'm in a bad, when I'm in a bad space,
2: if I can take, take stock of what I do have, like that, I have the uh, ability to laugh, you know, I, I mean, yep. I just, a- anything that I can find that I feel good about sure. and write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or
1: even just moving around your house, just, you know, cause your, your knees don't hurt. Exactly. You can I can walk, walk, you can hear, yes. you can get yeah, just take stock. It makes a huge difference biochemically
0: in the yeah. body. It really does. I agree. Look for the good. Look for the good. Look for the, Look for the, good. For the good. Your Academy Award speeches, what's going to happen in the first uh, few lines of your Academy Award speeches? Because, you know, you certainly have done work that is, you know, heralded and, you know, you, uh, this, this can happen to, and This can happen. But I think it's good to rehearse it so that you're prepared so that you don't have to worry.
2: Oh, no. So
0: we have to would tell you, you what they are right now. No, you can keep it. Keep it. We'll just listen. No, uh, but you know, you could. You know, I. I would, but I've never seen anybody thank a therapist.
3: Oh, I. I. I would thank. I would thank. I my, think I I would thank My therapist and my
0: psychiatrist. Have I you seen I that?
3: Have yeah. I. I don't think I would thank them. You know, it's, I think it's the, you know, I always, I always, I'm so grateful. And I, I always say that about my son. So he's like always number one, but yeah, it's that sort of that grateful. Like, but you know, it is hard because there's so many people in your heart, so many people that are part of your family that you want to thank, but then you, you know, you got to bring that piece of paper out and Gene Budok for um, <laughs> always making you know the producer and Lynn uh, Yasavo you know, for um addressing me like a queen and Bob Taylor yeah. for you know for yeah. my age enough 2,700 years and I I feel like I would get up there and go, I can't fucking believe this. And <laughs> you know, because I would. I'd be like, what are you talking about? But yay for mm. me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, That's a not? perfect speech. Well, I
3: mean, I think, I've, I think
2: I would thank the people who believed in and supported me, believed in and supported me when I had nothing, really. When yeah. I was just, when I just had a dream. When, you know, when I was just working for $15, like, you know, a show, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Right. The, those, right. Are the,
1: those are the people that
0: those I-
2: Those are your I,
1: people. Yeah. Those
2: are your yeah. people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And you think about that, you know, you think about who encouraged you. As a kid, and usually there's a person or there's two people. If you're lucky enough, right. you know you have somebody who really sees you right. and gets you. And sometimes it's not a family member. A lot of times it's a neighbor or it's somebody else, yes. a coach or a teacher. Mm-hmm. And but you get the feeling of being seen by someone. Right, and Andy that Stein really
3: for telling me I can sing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, and then if you just said that and walked off stage. it would be fantastic that would would be be that would
2: be funny
0: (laughs) be fantastic i want to thank the makers of lego and whammo toys (laughs) when i was a kid (laughs) you saved my life i I want i want it to be very specific you know very specific it's a great thing but i really do want to say this before we stop i you know it is a joy to be a performer yes and I can't remember. It's very rare that people who do what we do say those things. Um, and that's
1: why you put up with all the auditions. That's why you put right. up with all the rejection because you love your craft. You yes. love what you do. You have a gift and your responsibility is to share it with the world.
0: Yeah. That's and,
3: not every, and you know what? There is, and, and you are not the only one that is is like that. There are wonderful people out there that are either struggling or they're, they're the ones getting the part. And so when you go in, you just, I always say, Oh, look at the, the women I'm up, I'm up against, I'm up with, I'm in good company. Mm -hmm. And so I I try to think of that, like, you know, to, to be like on a positive. Right. right. Instead of, instead
2: of being, instead of being so competitive about it, what a, what a great club this is.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: Well, next show is all about comparison and uh, competitiveness. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's about joy. It's about how much can you let in? How much you will measure it. We have a device. Mm. Um, and we'll measure it and we'll see the capacity for joy. Because one time I did go to a, a workshop. It was a self-help e kind of thing. And one of the exercises that they did is they made you stand up in front of a group and then people just applauded you. And they would oh, look at your face.
3: Well,
1: oh, I love that! I applauded
0: you, and and they asked you to register how much you could take in. Wow, interesting! And wow. And, and I was there for four days. No, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. How, I, I, had it. It I had trouble yeah. with it. I had trouble with it. I had trouble with it. It's like you start to get uncomfortable, and it's really. It was an exercise that they used to That's to test how much you could let in.
3: When I teach improv. And I know how hard it is to, you know, for like, you know, let's say 10 people. And at at the end, what I do is I just have everybody go around the room and say something nice about what they've done today in class. So each person, because so many people, they get frustrated. They didn't do it right and blah, blah, blah. They all want to be good. And they, and, you know, they're all trying their hardest. Just so everybody just goes around and just the person next to them, they go, Mary, um, I really liked when you called um, Tom, a, you know, an idiot. It was really funny. And, <laughs> and whatever it is, and you know, and it's like, oh, thank you. And so now everybody leaves and they have a smile on their face. So oh, I always like friend. to end a class on a good note, whether I do that or whether I just say, close your eyes, smile, and that's it. Thank you so much for coming. I just think, again, to give to people and let people know that they matter, that they're, they're important, and to thank them for being so courageous and coming to a class.
2: And to and be able know, to do right. that for yourself is, is, yes. is a great yeah. thing. Is a great yes. thing. Yeah. Thank you. That, is, that is
0: terrific. You are. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you're a She's wonderful a teacher. I know you're a wonderful teacher. In fact, I'd like to take the class. You're so good. You know, and that's what we, we talk about a lot, too, is the whole idea of rehearsing for life so doing improv and theater games but doing them to actually act out the stuff that you're worried about or the stuff that you're scared of or mm-hmm. whatever's going on in your life, you can put it out instead of holding it in. Yeah, and you can do it and not be an actor. You can do yes. it with your family. You can do yes. it with your kids. Sure, of course. That is, it's called, you know, some people are calling it life rehearsal. And mm-hmm. it's, oh. you know, it's it's such, it's like the best thing in the world. Oh. You, you she, uh, Jennifer calls it, you call it cognitive rehearsal, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Nice, so definitely. Like yeah. And
1: what I love about the end of that, class is everyone's getting a blast of oxytocin and 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 when people were clapping for you that's what that is right oxytocin is the it's known as the love drug it's Mm. one of the most powerful chemicals on earth there isn't anything better really that that causes connection that's the feeling when you see like a chubby baby and you're like "Oh." oh it's that feeling that just takes over your whole body and it actually strengthens the immune system which is fantastic in a pandemic it speeds up neuroplasticity so it makes you smarter oh it's free. You don't need wow. a prescription for it. Wow. Um, and it's the best medicine you can have. Right. It's, it's truly phenomenal. And it's a cortisol blocker, wow. a powerful cortisol blocker. So that is some powerful medicine. That That's and great. serotonin. Well, Does it I come know in a what? can? What? No,
2: <laughs> well,
3: you Does know it right? come Kathy in a spray? And <laughs> Kathy and I do every morning. Kathy? Yes. <laughs>
2: we, we, we text each. We, one, one, one of us is whoever's first. We text. She's the always person. up first. Yeah, I, I, generally. I sleep poorly. But. We say, good morning, pretty. I love and, it. I love and then it. the other person answers, morning, pretty.
3: It is. It's just like there's it's something crazy. about it's saying lovely. good morning, pretty that just kind of like works. <laughs> it's a little wow. dose of oxytocin, just
1: I a little that. warm, a little warm feeling. Yeah.
0: Nobody has ever said that to me. Not one time. Uh, My rabbi said something, but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I'll then I'll he spit to know. On, spit I on need me. Need to know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no. He said, "Yisrael, I love you. Camille, you're wonderful." <laughs> and then he would spit on you. Um, he he no. was so excited; it would come, it would emanate. Oh, and he had God. Three thousand year old. He had Talmudic breath. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Rabbi, he was like about three feet tall. He was like a Hummel figure, uh, and uh, that was it. Oh, so that was my bo- that was my blast. I love that. It. Wow! He kept me going. Well, I cannot thank you enough, both of yeah, you. Yes, thank you
1: both so much. And
0: Kathy Ladman and Mindy Sterling, fantastic. Oh, all I can so say to both of here. you is good morning and good afternoon, good evening, pretty. Oh, That's thank all I can you say so more. much. And I want to take your class. Do you do classes with the Groundlings? Is that what it is?
3: I'm not doing them right now. I mean, I no think they're, they're, they're also doing, I think they're going to start to have the classes in person. They've been doing them online. I have to say that it's a pleasure to talk to you and listen to you, Jennifer. Oh, thank because, you. Because, um, yeah, no, you're just, you're so open and you're so, a lot of the things that you say and also to the fact that you work with children is like, I just love kids and dogs and babies. So um, <laughs> I, that, that just makes me so happy, like you wouldn't believe. Aww. But um, so I love when when I hear someone you know, talking about children because that's where you know they're already they're already messed up from school, from, from other kids, and and how they can yep. make them feel. And look, my son, I went through some stuff with my son because he's on the um, spectrum. School was really hard for him. I was part of his life, and so I know how. And even if you're not, you know, on the spectrum. It's school is it's really tough for kids. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, It's
1: really hard. And kids are having a very hard time right now. Really, yeah. Really hard time oh, God. With the pandemic yes. and everything that's going on. And, and whether you have kids or not, like it's all our responsibilities really to raise good humans. Yes. Because they're yeah. the ones who are going to save us all. Yes. They're <laughs> yes. big right. trouble. That's yeah.
0: right. Kids yeah. and, and self parenting, which I never think about, but yeah. what I've thought yeah. about since we've been working together. Right. It's mm-hmm. like how you talk to yourself, what you do for yourself. This yes. is what. You know, it's, it's on both sides, for sure. Take Thank it for you. It in. I'd,
2: like, I'd like to give you this. Oh,
0: take it in. Take it in. Thank oh. you. <laughs> It's a blast! It's a blast! It's such a pleasure. So great. And, and, we're and free you know what?
3: anytime, Ed. We're free when we're not working. You, we're free. You, you, you have to come well, back. you're
0: coming on. You'll come on again. And yes. next time you come on, we'll do maybe we'll do some uh, some, some theater games. games. We'll do some of the yeah. things that you do. That is emotional medicine for sure, all the time.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, I love that.
0: And I'm sorry for dipping my voice like I'm I'm going into temple. I'm actually <laughs> not going into temple. Uh, Temple Beth yes. Doom. All of all of a Temple sudden Beth the voice goes Doom. down for no reason. I don't know what I'm uh, hello everybody. Um, at, at any rate, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, visit connectedparenting.com because Jennifer has podcasts, all kinds of media classes skills that you can use in everyday life skills that you can use in the moment so rare and so good so go to connectedparenting.com keep coming back it works if you work it i'm ed krasnick we'll see you next time